Let's pray. Father, as we open the Word today and delve into it, I expect, God, that you have something in this for each one of us. Maybe something different for every one of us. And it may not even be something I say, but still I ask that you guard what I say. And you'd help shape and form that. But Lord, what you say by your Spirit to our hearts, we already welcome and say yes and amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Be seated. The gospel passage that was just read is Jesus speaking to his disciples on what we would call Monday, Thursday. They've had the Last Supper. They're headed out, you know, down through the, the paths over to the Mount of Olives to the Garden of Gethsemane. And in it, he tells his disciples, love each other. And he comes back to it. Like, guys, love each other as I've called you. Now, remember, this is to the disciples, about the disciples, right? I mean, these are guys, they've been together for years. It's like, yeah, sure, you know, Jesus, we do, we love each other. It's like, no, 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 no. You don't get it yet. You really need to learn to love each other. You know, I mean, we look around, we're like, yeah, hey, you know, we get along. We're, we're together. But there's, there's more. Uh, remember that love is not a feeling. Love is a, a choice. It's an act of your will to look out for the, the benefit of others. To prefer them, to show them kindness and preference. Uh, the ultimate example, Jesus said, was you lay down your life for your friends. And we immediately relate this to Jesus laid down his life on the cross, right? I mean, rightly so, we understand that. But that isn't all he was talking about, I don't think, because he wasn't telling them all to go to the cross so you can show that you love each other. I, I think there are other ways of laying down your life. At times you feel like you're losing your life when you do it. Moms and dads do this every day. We all do it to some degree. I mean, one of the, one of the biggest ways that, that I see it, it deals with forgiveness. Forgiveness can seem like it's killing you to give it. You ever been there? But it's what we're called to and more. Um, everybody say Matthew 5, 6, and 18. Matthew 5, 6, and 18. One more time. Matthew 5, 6, and 18. In Matthew 5, 6, and 18, Jesus talks about what it means to get along to each other. And this is one way to apply it. Okay? Matthew 5 basically says it's more important to get your relationships with each other right before you worship than to just worship with your relationships messed up. It says, if you're presenting a sacrifice, this is Jesus talking, Sid and Brooke. If you're presenting a sacrifice at the altar, in the temple, 
Big deal. And you suddenly remember, someone has something against you. Does this mean you're mad with somebody? No, it means they're mad with you, right? They're upset. They think you've done them wrong. Does it say you've done them wrong? It says they have something against you. Whether or not you earned it, they have something against you. So here you are coming to worship in the temple, big deal, and it's Sunday morning on Easter, we're having communion, and you remember that someone has something against you, leave, go make it right with them, and then come and present your sacrifice. Do you think Jesus cares about relationships? I do too. Matthew 5. This is Matthew 5, 6, and 18. So here we go, Matthew 6. He's just taught his, his disciples the Lord's Prayer. It's really the disciples' prayer. We just call it the Lord's Prayer, but it's what they were supposed to pray because they're the disciples, right? And then he starts explaining it, and the part he chooses to explain is the forgiveness part. You remember that. How does it go? And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against. And he says, if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. Good news. But, Jesus said this, this wasn't Brooke, I didn't make it up. But Jesus says, if you refuse to forgive others, your Father won't forgive you. Do you think Jesus cares about forgiveness? I do too. But it's hard. And it's hard to forgive sometimes, y'all. It is hard to forgive sometimes. I got a call... um, I got a call this week from my college roommate. I haven't talked to him in probably 12 years. And he called me up because he needed prayer about something. Isn't that that interesting how people from years ago will get in touch? So he calls me up and he's just trying to give me a rundown of what's going on. And one of the things he says is, we don't go to church and my wife just doesn't want to have anything to do with Christianity. Because... She's the son, oh, she's the daughter of a pastor. He said he's a good pastor. He's one of the best men I've ever been around. But he got mistreated by the church. He, she saw the underbelly of the church. Do you know the church has an underbelly? Do you know why? Because we're people. That's why. It, it, and guess what? There are people in the church, too. Go figure said he got mistreated. I don't know what happened. My roommate didn't tell me. But because of what happened, she is so offended by it, and she won't forgive, and so she won't have anything to do with the church. That's happened to a lot of folks out there. These are church people that can't love each other. I don't know if you've ever known anybody like that. These are church people who can't love each other. Jesus was on to something when he said, no, 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 guys, you have to learn to love each other. And this is part of it. But Jesus is, daggum, it's going to kill me if I do that. Yeah, greater love is no man than this and land on his life for his friends. I'm about to prove it to you, but you need to know it too. It's, it's hard. You're called to forgive each other. Okay, there, I, there are 
This happened, believe it or not, this has even happened at All Souls. That people have a hard time forgiving. That's, it's okay that you have a hard time forgiving, but I want to encourage you, do it. All right, Matthew 5, 6, and 18. Here's Matthew 18. Jesus says, again, can you believe it? Jesus said this. If another believer sins against you, does that ever happen? I mean, we're the people of God, right? We don't sin against each other. Oh, wait a second. Sorry. We're people. (laughs) It happens. So if another believer sins against you, go privately. Point out the offense. Hey, Bubba, you, you may not have known this, but you stepped on my toes. Go point it out. If the other person listens and confesses it, you've won that person back. But if you're unsuccessful, take one or two others with you and go back again. Wait, Bubba, you may not have known this, but you stepped on my toes. I don't care. Whatever. I didn't step on your toes. You need to get a thick skin. All right. <laughs> hey, Dennis, tell me if I'm wrong about this. This is what happened. Da, da, da. Dennis says, Bubba stepped on your toes. He's like, I thought he stepped on my toes. Okay. Will you go with me? Let's just go and talk it out with Bubba. Take somebody with you and go back and work it out so that everything you say may be confirmed by two or three witnesses. In other words, if you really didn't make this up, then take somebody back because they need to know. Bubba needs to know he stepped on your toes. No, really, Bubba, you really did. I saw it. I mean, I was there. You did. I know you didn't mean it, but... And if the person still refuses to listen, take your case to the church. Like, and I don't think that means, all right, Sunday morning, who's got some sins to point out? <laughs> I don't think that's what it means. But I think, I think there's a wider thing that goes on here. Because God cares about our relationships. He really cares. And He really wants us to have short lists. You know, he doesn't want us to have these long lists of, well, so-and-so offended me and I won't ever invite her back to my house. You know, he doesn't want us to have long lists. He wants us to have short lists, doesn't he? So, if it comes to it, if this is causing division, go, I mean, I mean go gather with your, your home group. Talk about this. Talk it out. Try and come to resolution so that this isn't a big deal. Now, let me tell you, We already covered Matthew 5 and 6. Matthew 5 says, if somebody has something against you, go to them. Right? Matthew 18 says, if you have something against somebody, go to them. Do you know what your responsibility is? Go to them. Wait, but you didn't do it. Doesn't matter. Whether you got hurt or whether you hurt somebody else and whether or not you meant to hurt them, Go to them. Go to them and make it right. Then if he or she won't accept the church's decision, treat that person as a pagan or a corrupt tax collector. Now, we might think that that means something mean. Oh, treat them like they're trash. It doesn't mean that. Guess, guess who wrote this down? A tax collector who was loved 
into this community. Treat, if, if somebody just, they refuse to make it right, well, treat them like they're an unbeliever. Which means, love them into the kingdom. Hold firm and love them into the kingdom. Don't treat them like trash. Love them. Because that's how Matthew got in. Right? Y'all, no matter what, go, what is going on, no matter where the relationship is broken, you have a responsibility. Go to them. Make it right. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Love each other as Jesus has loved us. I think I'm done. (laughs) I had a whole lot of things to say, but I think that's it. So, let's... uh, Let's just take a moment. By the way, do you know that the peace is a reminder to us that we need to get things right with each other before we come up to the table? It, wasn't, it didn't start out as intended to be backslapping, hey, how's your mama and them time? It was intended to be we need to live at peace with each other time. So, let's pray together and let's take a, just a moment or two uh, before the Lord, just in case there's anything we need to, uh, to confess privately between us and Him and get it right and intend to amend our ways and do what we're called to do. So, Lord, we offer ourselves to You. Father, I didn't intend to preach this this morning. But I think for some reason you laid it on my heart. And I think, oh God, it's just a reminder to us that we're called to forgive and we're called to live at peace with each other. and We're called to love each other because that's when, when the world can see people really doing this, then they say, that's a group I want to be a part of. People out there notice when we're doing it right. And we want to do it right, O oh God. So I pray that you convict us where we're not. pray that you give us the strength and the humility to take upon ourselves what it means to go and make it right, whether or not it's our fault, whether or not we intended to. And that you, O oh God, would sovereignly be at work to reestablish relationships, maybe some that have been long broken, And to bring back into fellowship those that have been estranged. And to become the people who walk out what our Savior told us we needed to do. To really love each other. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's take a moment. Consider those.